You're listening to Zeros on Heroes with Mike Mercadal and Will Watkins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Zeros on Heroes. My name is Mike Mercadal. With me, as always, is... Will Watkins. Will Watkins. Um... Thank you to everyone who's been coming out to the Unsung Heroes live shows on yeah. Thursday nights at the Creek in the Cave in Long Island Yeah, they've been real fun. They've been uh, more and more insane the the past few, and I love it. It's they've been uh, the rowdy group. We love the regulars that have come. We've built up a small community. Well, let's talk about. Uh, let us introduce our very special guest. Uh, you know him as the director of I Am Comic, I Am Road Comic, and I Am a Battle Comic, which is out now. It's a new one. It's uh, the newest. It's one, the yeah. end of the trilogy. Uh, Jordan Brady. Thank uh, you. Yeah, Welcome to the show, Matt, Mark, Mike, Will. Yeah. Let me try that again. Mike, yeah. Will. Hold for edit. And no, um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, yeah, you, you, you are in town and you're in New York City and, and it was just one of those things where you were like, Hey, I want to do something. I was like, it was Facebook, right? Yeah. On Facebook. You're so kind to have me on because how are we even friends on Facebook? Just I, through I, Oni? I think through Oni, because Oni was on Roadcom, and you said he was, we were talking before recording that he was going to be on uh, I Am Comic, the first one he made, but it, you know, in the edits, it all gets yeah, cut yeah. off, but it's it's an interesting thing, because he was the only guy I knew when I moved up here to New York uh, that was in the city, so it was like, uh, I guess we just mutual friends through Oni, and it was, uh, and, and thank you so much for, you know, coming on a, a upstart oh, podcast, this, a little weirdo great. thing. No, this is a great podcast, and I understand that the live podcast <laughs> has developed quite a following of loyal, rowdy fans. Oh, oh yeah. That. It's like yeah. Price is Right on PCP. It's <laughs> they got the name tags and everything. It, it really Do you is. you have it? name tags? No, no. no, no I wish. We should. Let's no, we can't. Well, that's the Doug Loves Movies thing, and God oh, forbid oh, we right. violate intellectual property Ooh. rights. Uh, I, I don't think he would mind. No, I know, I know. But the fans on on Doug Love Movie, they show up with all kinds of crazy Posters. Names. We've gone to yeah, the yeah. tapings yeah, when they come here, yeah. Um, but you're here, you're doing, I, I was watching, uh, I am battle comic, um, uh, earlier before coming here to record. Are you watching on iTunes or Amazon or Fandango or Vimeo? Because it's available I, on I, all those. I think yeah. I, I watched the smooth <laughs> sailing. Yeah. Not my first I podcast. I, I watched the first two on Amazon because I have Amazon Prime, but I have not watched Battle Comic because I, uh, I am cheap. Yeah. <laughs> That's the next movie. How yeah. do you cheap? Yeah, I am cheap comic. Um, I am cheap comic. I'll send you, I'll send you a complimentary. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's $2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not, Ouch. if you're listening, it's fucking $2. You, fucking. If you, you should watch it. I mean, because I was watching it, and I'm a fan of the first ones. I, 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 that's how I knew. Yeah. And we actually, like, Will has stayed in the comedy condo that you go to in the first oh, I Am Comic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, the one in Tampa. I think it was literally the week before the week after I just stayed at the Tampa Improv, the one with uh, Nikki Glazer was like, and here's where all the sperm is. And here's the... <laughs> And I literally got sick the following week from staying in that condo, and it was like, "Oh, this movie was dead on." Yeah, he you lived. Know? He lived the truth of that documentary. One one tip that I got from, uh, I, I think it was Nikki, was uh, when you travel, use the shower cap. You know, the complimentary shower cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't even know were that popular. Do people wear shower caps? But they give them away at the hotel. Yeah. and wrap it around the remote control. Oh. Because who knows how many fingers and hands yeah. have been on that number seven enter? The, you know what, I've been uh, when I go to hotels nowadays. I real uh, a lot of times they wrap it in saran wrap now, which they, is, yeah. they have that little pouch. Which yeah. I've seen some of these exposes on <laughs> on those laundry people. Uh, no, but it's it's one of those things where like 
the world is gross, you guys. Yeah. It's, it's gross out there. But, but you know uh, what? Like, living in New York City, like, you know, I've had almost dudes cough on my mouth. Yeah. Like, what is this hotel room going to do to me? I've been looking up and had random New York sky water. <laughs> yeah. Just a drop of water just land on your, in your eyeball or on your face, in your mouth. And it's just like, I hope that was... Water from condensation from an air conditioner. I hope it was from the sky. Yeah, all the shit going around in New York. The homeless man with the piece of spit went in your yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah. And the the water. I mean, it makes you impervious to infection. Yeah, it, it's like a vaccine. I yeah. So course. it comes up every episode. I feel bad bringing it up. But I'm a par- I was a paramedic for a really long time. I worked in an ER for a long time. So I feel like I'm impervious to also the smells. Of oh, New York yeah. City. It's like a weird <laughs> New York superpower of like people walking through like Canal Chinatown in the summer when it's like a thousand degrees and it's the post fish market situation yeah. and everybody's super like skeeved out and I'm just like, what? It's not that bad. I've smelled worse, you guys. Come on. <laughs> See, um, look at you taking what could be a negative situation and turning it into a positive. That's, That's the what theme we do here at Zero's on You're here. very stoic. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but, but let's talk about. Well, I just want to say sure. on that. It's, uh, I don't know how fast this goes out, but it's mid-September. Sure. Right? Yeah. This will be out um, uh, maybe tomorrow. Well, I'm a, I'm a fan of, I love all people. Mm-hmm. But especially when the uh, the young, but legal, ladies wear <laughs> scantily clad outfits. Oh, yeah. And here in September, it's still happening. And I say, you know what? That's the upside of global warming. Upside. Yeah. It's, Keep it's, it warm. It's a silver lining. Good job on the no bras, ladies. Excellent work. Yes. No, I mean, you know it is weird? it is hard to like when you're walking through like Brooklyn or you're walking through like some part where there's a lot of like young hip people and there is the no bra thing and then you're just like, oh man, eye contact hard. Like I cannot yeah. look away. You know what's funny is like uh, before uh, the whole PC explosion went up, uh, I would be like, oh, yeah, look at those, look at those titties. Now I'm like, I respect your choices, ladies. Yeah, <laughs> I respect your embracing your you, feminism and your sexuality. You're owning your truth. I like it. No. <laughs> But well, let's talk about uh, well, let's well, well, let's see if we can mingle this in. Uh, I do want to talk about uh, Battle Comic because uh, it's super interesting. Like what you were when you were guys were traveling over there, I can only imagine like the dudes, like the four or five of you that were traveling together. Yeah, myself and four other comedians. Yeah, um, and uh, like because I've traveled with comedians before, never to a desert like that where it's. It must have, you guys are, it's must, war zone. It's, it must have smelled like shit. I'm just saying, like, you guys are, like, how, yeah, where were they putting you up? Like, where, because they took, I saw the part where you guys were going to the, um, like, in Afghanistan, they tell you pack light. Yeah. And you had to, like, take a couple, like, very little stuff. It was like, I've worn the same shirt for two days in New York City where I have access to a shower, and it's pretty gross. Like, I can only imagine being out there where you're, like, restricted. Well, they, we were in barracks that had showers mm. in the, you know, in the hall, uh, but we would, travel sometimes quite a ways and you're out you get up at six or seven in the morning you drive in a van the five of us plus a uh a, a detail that's there protect like like uh what do they, what do they call those hired uh, mps or the, no like uh, their former military oh the, the private security. contracted uh yeah. black black no not black water like, like, yeah like black water mercenaries oh wow okay <laughs> that's yeah. a bull. yeah, yeah right. mercenaries Right. So they're with us everywhere you go. And there was you, Deadpool. There was a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go into the base, whether it's a Kuwaiti base, uh, Bagram in Afghanistan, or we went to Bahrain. We went to some undisclosed nations that start yeah. with I that I can't tell you. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, you, by the end of the day, you are quite ripe. Yeah. Because, it's pungent. And I was there in the spring of last year. Before it got super duper hot. Oh wow! And and still, you're doing these meet and greets from 
unit to unit. So sometimes you're outside in just blazing heat, even in the shade, and you're doing like a an impromptu show with right, right. The troops mm-hmm. and just bringing a little piece of home, a distraction to them. Yeah, and it yeah. was cool because, you know, like it, that's a tough situation to be in. I've had some high-pressure crowds. We've all done like shitty road gigs in Central yeah, yeah. Florida. Will and I are both from, from South Florida. So yeah, we've done like the shitty road gigs. Slightly a few more uh, M16s probably. Then, yeah, the, yeah, everybody in the audience on some of the show at some of the shows had M16s. That's <laughs> and they're sober. Yeah, Man, well, that was the crazy other, part. I, I hope nobody throws a drink at me. I hope nobody fucking shoots me. Yeah, and also you're doing shows like the rules of comedy, right? Where I it was interesting how you were trying to set the room up, the rooms up properly. I thought because I'm I love all that stuff. The 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 how to the inside baseball of comedy, the inside yeah, baseball, of course. of course. And then there was that moment where you're doing comedy like during the day for a group of sober people. Who are like isolated and don't won't probably won't get your references if you're doing anything current. Like it's literally like all of the do do nots the don'ts of of stand up. Oh, like, t- totally. In like in filmmaking, we we say like I make commercials. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm in New York. Sure. And uh, in fact, Bonnie McFarlane, if you know her, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she's going to be in the commercial. Oh, by, wow, okay. By chance, I mean mm-hmm. she auditioned. It was great. Oh, cool. And she's super funny. But um, in commercials, we say you don't want babies or animals. Right. That's and, a classic. And a rain gag. You know, you don't have to the water, do yeah. the fake rain because yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a bitch to clean up and everything. So with comedy, yeah, daytime, sober, and papering the room usually sucks too, yeah. right? Yeah, when, yeah. When people get in free, it's always a bad crowd. So yeah. you add that to this, it doesn't cost them anything. That's It was just interesting. Like, I, I don't know how I would do it. I, I would love to be... I would love to try. I, I'm up for trying everything. And, you know, like one, I, we have one of our good friends that's a, does cruise ships. He oh, does yeah. a cruise ship. Have you ever, like, he, and he says the environment's changed. And you've seen, like, the, the change happen because you started back in, like, in the, the boom. Stone Age, yeah. <laughs> you started before there was fire. Right. And you were, yeah. Uh, no, but you were, but you started. The wheel changed a lot, especially for road <laughs> gigs. It, it, it really improved uh, the radius that you could hit out. No. But also, like, in terms of how, more accelerated the cycles of comedy are now yeah oh for sure that literally like the used to be this is the style of comedy that works and then it shifts over to this style of comedy it would take years now it's literally like days yeah it was like seinfeld style ruled for you know a good 10 years then it switched over like dane cook now it's you know all uh now it's sorry and now it's like kind of everything though because the, the internet's out there so like yeah. everyone can find their audience and it's almost like splintering people a yeah. little bit a lot more because the flavor du jour though what's the that's what i'm that's what i was gonna ask yeah. you what do you th- what, and you're from well the storytelling it, yeah you know like uh, ari ari shafir's show yeah oh yeah i love that show that's the, uh i forget what it's called uh, uh this, this is not happening. happening this is not happening yeah. what's a uh, roy wood jr i think is hosting it this year yeah 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 by the way it looks beautiful too it Does shot it? really yeah, well it yeah really it shot well. like a weird the one i saw was in the strip club where they have them up and yeah. there's people it was really good really really interesting way to tell that to yeah. put that up i think having the comedy in the oddball places mm-hmm. is is just window dressing yeah i don't mm-hmm. think it helps uh i actually did uh i directed and produced maria bamford's the special, special, the special, 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 special in her so good. That living room. is amazing. Which just her parents? It's just her parents. Ah, I forgot and you. Wayne Fetterman on keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Jackie Cation uh, does the in, like a warm up intro, but it's 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 not a big. It's just a, you hear her. At the that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, that's a really. I was really 
like interesting and well done. I, I really commend you on that you. one. That Thank was you. that yeah. was a really really good. But idea. I mean, make no mistake, it was Maria Bamford's <laughs> idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she said, "I want to shoot in my living room. I want to perform for my parents." Uh, I added herbs and spices and the Fettermans and the lights mm-hmm. and and, yeah, yeah. and we we agreed to shoot it like uh, it was spoofing uh, a Showtime special. With yeah, all the t- all the little tropes are there. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the the sweeping <laughs> camera. Yeah, the latest one that she did though, where it grows, oh, brilliant is yeah. Br- yeah, genius. It was really well done. She's she is astonishingly good at being a comedian in all of the facets that you know like yeah like she's great and uh and uh yeah that was that was really great special super nice person really and yeah really funny and uh lady dynamite's really funny too yeah. not that i'm plugging other no no stuff, yeah, but yeah. um what i was gonna what say about is, positivity here if you want to plug something you like yeah, man. yeah man the um the backdrop of the strip club or whatever if there's no point to it I think is now that's played out. Yeah. And, and Maria had a purpose because it was her yeah. parents. It made sense. It was at her home. And also what she was talking about and where she was coming yes. from with it was kind of important. And to, with the new one, which I had nothing to do with other than I'm a fan. You're a fan. Uh, that had a point to the progression of the places where she, she Absolutely. Did it. Yeah. But now just to do it in a cornfield or like, oh, I want my special to yeah. be yeah. on a submarine. Yeah, that's the yeah. whole leading edge thing. You have to be on the leading edge. Otherwise, you're... You're the, like, I, like I would say the first, the first people to make money, the first people to do something are the only ones to make money off of it, to get credit off yeah, of it. Yeah. It's all, the followers are always, they're the pro, they're the ones that will, will suffer for it. In know? life, if I can encourage the listeners, you don't want to, and the, uh, the great Morgan Spurlock said this the other day at yeah. some seminar. Um, you don't want to be first to be second. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Yeah. That's Which is kind of, uh, I think, uh, Maybe it was Oscar Wilde who said, you know, be you because everyone else is doing that. Well, you got a big time us on yeah. Oscar Wilde quotes. Like, no, we're not going to. You could have just said it. And well, you're we going gonna... to lose me on the, you yeah, know, the, would, the Penetrator but... comic. Uh, <laughs> the Lost Episode 609. Yeah. Oh, the Penetrator, yeah. Yes. Penetrator. Is that a real superhero? I, it should I, be. It could be it's, a villain, yeah. right? We got we to get, get a fun. Published fun by Hustler, stuff. probably. Um, but uh, let's speaking of heroes and stuff like that, comic books, let's jump into Hero News. Yeah, we'll bust this out real quick. Just got uh, four quick ones. Yeah. Uh, is there a, a piece of music that goes with Hero oh, News? Oh, this, this wait, is good. Wait, wait. Get ready for this. Hit it, DJ. Hero News. That's how he does it. And we encourage our guests. Oh. The air horn. Yeah. Uh, we encourage our guests to introduce the Hero News segment however they like. You can do what he did and just gutturally shout it into the microphone. Or you can just introduce the Hero News segment however you like. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the segment that gets everyone on the edge of their seats. It's Hero News. Yeah. yeah. That was dope. That was radio DJ slash strip club <laughs> DJ. That was solid. And now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, the penetrator. Cinnamon to the main stage. Cinnamon. <laughs> let's, um, let's give it up, folks, for that fine, fine, lovely lady. Yeah. I get the, yeah, I get the smoothness. I, I've always thought that they should have um, like a uh, – it doesn't have to be a little person, but it could be. Sure. But a person, like a guy with a with – a, uh, Top hat and a tux and one of those litter picker uppers from the park. Yeah. Just a fancy they, pants litter yeah, fancy picker upper. Fancy pants guy. But yeah. like I say, it could be a little person just because it'd be easier to move around the stage. And <laughs> they would pick up the dollar bills 
like you, litter so that I the women, it. so the strippers don't have to do it. I say. Because we're putting young ladies through college. Yeah. She may go on to get her degree, cure cancer. Yeah. But That's she shouldn't have to stoop over. And because the dance is over and they're the back problems they're that come from, up the I say we're in a modern age. Yeah. I say we don't marginalize any any type of person. We got Roombas. Let's just have a Roomba oh. up there. Dollar bill Roomba. Let's yes. just yes, you know? with a top hat. With a top, of course, to top hat. <laughs> top hat, googly eyes, Roomba. We're going I went high to, class here with the top hat. Yeah, yeah. No, I forget. Very, Actually, I just uh, I just want that now for my apartment. Yeah. Like just a top hat, googly eyes, <laughs> Roomba, just milling around my apartment. Making R2-D2 noises. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, I went, let's... I went to a very upscale, uh, or forward-thinking uh, strip club the other day. Oh, yeah? the strippers took Bitcoin. Oh! <laughs> I did kind of an old-school delivery on that for you. <laughs> you did you me. notice I, I threw the word for it? It's a, a Bitcoin, Bitcoin, two hard consonants, yeah. right? Yeah, that was good. That was kind like of, Jenny Carson. I, I was just th- going to say. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know if you've uh, seen this in the news. Yeah. That's <laughs> a terrible Jenny Carson, yeah, but terrible. I get the delivery. <laughs> Okay, I'll shut up. Uh, hero news. No, this is not. <laughs> no, you're doing. You're 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 much more more coherent than other guests we've had on the show. So you're doing a great job. This is fantastic. And uh, but what do we got? Let's let's rifle through them so we can get to our uh, hero. Cool. I mean, speaking of directors, J.J. Abrams uh, just got hired to direct the final Star Wars movie, the Star Wars Eight. Oh, yeah. wow. He's gonna come back. He was uh, no, no, not eight, nine. Uh, nine. Yeah, he uh, he directed seven, uh, Force Awakens. And the uh, the director of uh, who was supposed to direct Star Wars Nine, uh, Colin Trevorrow, Colin Trevorrow, who did Just, uh, Jurassic, World. Jurassic World, got fired for creative differences. So they're bringing back J.J. Abrams. So people are split over it because some people love Force Awakens, some uh, didn't. Uh, I I think I he's great. amazing. Yeah, let yeah. him do it. He's fine. He's a super director. Yeah, yeah. he's in a, he is in a class by himself. Do you well, feel, do you feel like he's modern day uh, Spielberg? What do you he's think? a modern day Spielberg. You think he's, so? I I I. I don't like putting because Spielberg's still doing it. So it's like, uh, yeah. I don't know if you ever. Do you know Weird Al? I, I mean, you live out you're out in there in the comedy community, but Weird Al said in an interview that that that, that VH1 was I know going weird. You know Weird? Because <laughs> oh, I, I could have sworn I, I heard weird. you on Douglas movies or, or one of these pod or yes, something. Yes, I, I, yeah, I was on Doug's show. A couple but times. I thought I, I could have sworn it was with when he's done it, but I don't know. Uh, weird Al? Maybe they just plugged it. No, maybe they, I don't know. But um, that was dumb. I don't know. Why I said it. Hold for edit. Um, the but. The they, VH1 was like, oh, do you want to do a show where we find the next Weird Al? And he's like, no, I'm still the Weird Al. I'm, I'm still actively doing I'm it. sitting right here, folks. Right. So like Spielberg, Spielberg's coming out with Ready Player One, which is a book I love, and it's gonna, it looks amazing. That trailer looked really, really cool. Yeah, yeah. So he's still doing it. You know, like so J.J. Abrams is that caliber, but I don't want to replace Spielberg with him, but he's, that's, he's that's, amazing. You know what the fuck I meant. I know what you meant. <laughs> But I also know that he he's made like, like he's he's done super, stuff that I don't like. That? Yeah. But I don't know if it was because of him or the fact that he's working for Disney, which is this giant you know juggernaut oh, of a yeah. company. So it's it's tough to make that call. But either way, I, I'm excited. It's Star Wars, man. Who's not going to be excited for Star Wars? And then uh, two quick last things. Uh, this is actually pretty big news, even though nobody knows this guy, uh, Hiroyuki uh, Sanad. Uh, is uh, just got cast in a new Avengers movie. He's the guy in. Uh, he's been in a bunch of like Japanese movies. He's mm-hmm. uh, going to be in the new season of Westworld. He also played a uh, in the movie The Wolverine. He played uh, the younger Silver Samurai. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So he got cast. A lot of people who don't know, hasn't released yet. People are saying, oh, it could just be a random Yakuza guy or whatever it is. But some people are thinking it could be the character of Namor, who Ooh. Marvel got the rights to a couple of years back, but they haven't done anything uh, with it. And he is the very first basic superhero that Marvel ever had. Yeah. And it would be a huge thing since he's obviously a Japanese dude. He's a major 
it would be the first major Asian American or Asian uh, superhero in uh, in cinematic history. Yeah, because he's not Asian American. He's Japanese. Yeah, he's just like Japanese. He's, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, do you when like uh, do you it's know full on Asian? Right? Yeah, 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 it's full on Asian. I mean, he's no, like one hundred percent. It's like when John Asian. Boyega got cast in uh, oh and uh, Mongol and Star, Star Wars, and then, and then they were like uh, African American actor, and I was like, no, he's British, <laughs> A- African British. What do we call him? You know, yeah. like th- there was this whole weird moment on, in media where they were like, oh, they fucked up. Like they yeah, said, yeah. they call they were like just they didn't want it. They were trying real hard not to say black guy, yeah. you know, black actor, but. Um, but yeah, it looks gonna be cool. I love this. I love Namor. I love the Submariner. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the final thing is, uh, rest in peace, uh, Harry Dean Stanton, man. Harry Dean Stanton. Wow, what a he's like classic character actor who's been in fucking everything. I worked with Starry, uh, Harry Dean Stanton. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, what? I, uh, for one day on a film that I did, uh, like I think it came out in two thousand three. It was called Waking Up in Reno. Oh, is that the oh, one? Like, yeah. Billy uh, Bob Thornton. Yeah. Charlie's, a young Charlie Strong before she was kind of a star. Natasha Richardson, who, yeah. and, and Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Patrick Swayze. And, uh, yeah, the movie should have been called Waking Up in Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which was a video store for those. Oh, no. I, I am from, uh, I am Blockbuster class of 2000. I worked there. Yeah. It was one of the, my favorite jobs I ever had. I was, I'm a total movie nerd and stuff like that. And I, I credit Blockbuster for giving me like access to all of these. Cause there, there was no video on demand. Like there was a young no Kevin on. Smith. Yeah, yeah, even though he's still out there, he's still out there. I yeah. could be. Who's the new Kevin Smith? Who's that's the... what I meant. The new Kevin. Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've never directed anything. I just like the sound of my own voice just yeah, as much yeah. as he does. So, yeah, is, yeah. yeah he's, he's great. I love. He was great. He was in that. He was in Twin Peaks. Uh, he, yeah. just, he was ninety some odd years old. He was just in the last season of uh, Twin Peaks. He he has that that because that guy. Anytime you see him, he's the. There's a documentary on Netflix called "That Guy from That Thing." Or, yeah, yeah. You know, like he's he's the epitome of that you know what i mean like he's the guy where you see him and you're like oh i love that guy you know and and when he pops up in the avengers when like a uh, hulk oh, yeah, crashes right. down and he's like oh you got a condition there's a whole other scene that i posted that in the deleted scenes where he's like talking to him and i was like yo this guy why didn't they put this guy's like should be he brings so much like yeah like like reality and to and truth to like that like whatever a, he says he always plays the salt of the earth guy i feel like yeah in most of the things he's in in waking up in reno he played uh billy bob's father who was going in the beginning stages of alzheimer's wow and it was supposed to be this redneck road comedy oh, and then no. you know billy bob who's a great actor right? yeah he hey, just really? loved having he asked harry dean to do it Wow. And so he came, he was like a producer on the film. Sure. And Harry Dean came in and he just played it full on nutso. Like all the way. Like all the way to the point where there was a lot of material that we couldn't use because it would just make the scene really long. Yeah. And right. You get right. the point with a couple of nuggets of crazy. And, uh, and then you had to, but like, you know, he's Harry Dean Stanton. So you shoot it and you let him go off and go yeah. crazy. And then you pluck a few moments, and that's what it is. I mean, it's one of those like that's uh, like if you if you could wish for the character actor career seems to be like the most like the most stable where you see these guys that they work forever and yeah. have, you don't see them tabloid you know burning out on the tabloids or having like crazy you know like uh, like freak out and breakdown yeah, moments. Yeah. yeah, they're just like working and they pop yeah. up on they get to do cool stuff. Like I I I got into the actors union through shit that they shot in Miami. And then, 
like I, the, I, the only reason I got stuff it's called is, SAG. It's called SAG. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just, just yeah. Wanted to make sure there wasn't a separate one down no. in Florida. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. actors' union. Like, well, I was. I, I, I got to break it to you. That's not the real one. That's not yeah. the real one. I was uh, the uh, Floridians' actors' guild. Well, I was doing a lot of Latin market flag. Yeah, flag. Uh, I was doing a lot of Latin market stuff. Uh, no, it was. Um, but but like I got into it, and then that's because I would just like I remember from stand up. I just went to an agent. I was like, hey, can I do stuff? And they're like, yeah. And then they would just call me and like, hey, would you be interested? And I'm like, yeah, whatever it is, I want to do the cool you thing. You could play any ethnicity. That's my. That's one of my bits, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> that's totally it. Yeah. yeah. He's but, ethnically ambiguous. I'm a, yeah. Oh, that's a good. That's a term that's bantied around in advertising a lot. Is yeah. It? yeah. I wish. Uh, that's my. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about that later. <laughs> this isn't about me begging. Uh, can you introduce <laughs> me to somebody? Or is there a way? No. Um. But it, but it it is one of those things where those guys get to be a million different things. They don't they don't get pigeonholed into one character. They get the, or they just are themselves and they just get to dick around on st- on yeah. set and play different, you know, d- on different shows and things. And sometimes That's a dream. they get a big break and they become John C. Riley. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the uh, the scarecrow in the first Christopher Nolan? Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Cillian. He, Great actor. He, he's kind of he's in that. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. But he's above like character actor like uh, Wilford Brimley. Yeah, be a character <laughs> yeah. actor. He, but we love my like my son and I loves when he pops up. Yeah, yeah. And there was an airplane movie like he was a villain. Oh, Red Eye. Red Eye. Yeah, yeah. he was. He was funny is uh, he is the Christopher Nolan as Fetterman is to you. Like he's just in <laughs> yeah. all the movies. Yeah, <laughs> like he's, he's the guy. He's also in because uh, he's in Dunkirk too. I think he's in Dunkirk. He's yeah, in, but he's he's also in Twenty Eight Days Later and Twenty Eight oh, Weeks yeah. Later. Twenty. It's like one of my favorite zombie like horror like action horror movies, yeah. and he's great in that. And I think that was like his first big thing. But he's, he's a he's, wonderful actor. He's yeah, great. great. He's great. Let's all suck the dick of everybody we love. Let's all suck. <laughs> Uh, no, but um, let's. I think we should get to. Uh, th- do you have anything else for hero no, news? Good, We're good. good. Let's get to your hero. You picked a great hero, classic hero. Speaking we- of Cillian Murphy, your hero is Batman. Yeah. Batman. Da na na na. But we we start. Um, uh, we ask this question of everybody. What's the first thing you think of when you think of Batman? When I think of Batman, yeah, yeah. I think of duality. Oh, Ooh. that's right. Because great. Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne is his mask that he His puts facade, on yeah. he's batman he's batman yeah yeah and <clears throat> now this this is a little this, this could be a little uh crazy okay what well, i mean so go nuts, so buddy. i i believe in the duality that we all have and and how we can make our personal life and our professional lives uh work better by embracing the duality as exhibited by the Batman. By the Batman. By the Batman. Yeah. And I, t- I teach a, a filmmaking workshop specifically geared towards uh, commercial directing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Commercial directing bootcamp. And you can find everything you need to know at commercialdirectingbootcamp.com. Oh, oh right. Yeah. right. What was uh, that? Commercial directing Commercialdirectingbootcamp.com. Yeah, dot com. Not dot net. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah, commercialdirectingbootcamp.com. There we go. It's very expensive. <laughs> it's very expensive. And, and I'm not here to pitch that. But one of the like the PowerPoint presentations that I do is called "I'm Batman." Yeah, and so whether you're let's say okay, so let's we're mostly talking to people that love comedy and fans of comedy, yeah, comics, yeah, and uh, movies, yeah, yeah, we, our, we're, yeah. So w- what nerd, I like nerd culture, nerd media. Well, th- is it, I'll put it in my own personal uh, sort of application of the duality. Yeah, when I'm shooting a commercial and I'm on set. Like I do a lot of Toyota commercials. 
there's 60 people, you're sort of the king for a day. Yeah. And so you run, you're, cause you're, you're like, you're the wrangler, you're the, you're the master, you're the circus ringleader, yeah. and and you're you know a mouthpiece for this client and agency. Right. You're wearing many hats, but you're the you're sort of the linchpin to making the day go right and setting the tone. So more than just put the camera there, you set a tone. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like when a comedian takes the stage, I saw Rich Voss last night at the stand. Yeah, oh, yeah. And from the moment he took the mic, he had control. Of the crowd, it that, was, he a, was so poised. There's an art to that. Yeah, he was masterfully in charge from the moment he just looked at them and had the crowd. And all the comics killed. Sean Pat- Patton went up. Oh, yeah, he's Bonnie very funny. McFarlane went up. Yeah. Killed. Was that frantic? Um, no, that's not last night. <clears throat> Saturday night. Or was, never mind. Yeah. Because we, yeah, we, uh, that's a great club. I mean, they're, they're, they're doing a great job. That's where they do the roast masters and all that oh, stuff. Yeah, it's a, yeah. they, they're, they're really, and, uh, they're, they're really like making an impact here locally. So they always put up, they always have like good shows. Yeah. But it you, seems like they took the template of the comedy cellar. They're yeah. stage in the middle of the room. Yeah. Pack them in tight, low yeah. ceiling. Classic New York City club. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the comics are great there. They only book the fucking ones you want to see. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily they're all, you know, uh, Louis C.K., Chris Rock, but, like, they're the solid comedians of yeah. the New York City comedy. They're the Cillian Murphys of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you love when you see him. You go, ah. Yeah. yeah shout out yeah. to Rich Voss, the Cillian Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, getting back to Batman. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you're saying that you, you, the duality. you, you use him as an example. What is a good bruce wayne thing that you take and what's a good batman okay. thing that you take so with the commercial uh experience at 11 o'clock and i didn't ask for it but it just happens because i work with the same people yeah. at 11 o'clock i can be talking to anyone on set head in the game and someone will put a triple grande non-fat semi-dry cappuccino in my hand <laughs> wow like it's like that- magic it's it, it's like magic. Yeah, it's like Alfred just puts that tool oh. that I need because <laughs> they know, like you know, we usually start at seven or eight. Yeah, by eleven, Jordan needs another coffee, keeps him happy like that. And you know, the, it's just it's that kind of hubris. You you have to be humble. Batman is humble. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but you're you're fucking in the zone. Yeah, uh, the- you're decisive. It also You've goes got to, a plan. It also goes to show that having a good support crew, because Batman wouldn't be Batman without Alfred, I don't think. <clears throat> Not at all. You know what I mean? He like from the time, you know, like because you know Batman starts with the idea, the orphan, the hero, like he gets he gets damaged in some way by his family being murdered, and then he's like, ah, I'm gonna fight crime. I need to figure. Which, as a billionaire, he's doing it in the worst way possible because he's literally <laughs> yeah. like fighting one guy at a time. He's like, you're a billionaire. Like, invest in. Yeah. In crime fighting An army methods, of Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman. Um, yeah, they were like, hey, if he just donated the Batcave to the Gotham City Police Force. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got this computer, guys. Uh, it literally <laughs> tells you where all the crime is. So, um, but yeah, the idea. But I do like the idea of duality because as comics, like I remember, we, I'd be working a day job, and then knowing that I was gonna go, I had a show at night where I was like kind of a hero on stage. Like, I'm, you're, you're the guy with the mic. You're the one who owns the can yes. take control of the crowd. That's your ba- that was my Batman. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is like a weird statement to be like. And your oh, Bruce Wayne was what? My, I, I worked as a paramedic in an emergency room, and, and you're uh, double hero. It's like oh, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> that's gonna oh, get. That's gonna, <laughs> no, we get it. 
He's I'm like, blushing a little. Jordan's hitting on me right uh, here. Like, oh uh, no. What were you were, doing on 9/11? Yeah, yeah. No, I was. But the idea that um, joining flag, <laughs> Florida. Yeah, yeah. But, Pretending to be, he was playing the part of a first responder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a, yeah. Up here, they're like, "Oh, do you have? You, you, I'm an experienced paramedic." And they're like, "Yeah, do you got the uniform?" And I'm like, "No." And they're like, "Well, we don't fucking need you. We need the yeah. uniform. We don't care about if you know what you're doing." Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the idea that that that's your 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 Batman, like people. Yeah. Who, I feel like if you have a Batman or you have that second outlet, those are the people who like work those cubicle jobs and lose their minds and shit, and they go, you know, like they just like depressed and stuff like that. They don't have a Batman. They don't have an outlet. They should do karaoke. They yeah, whatever or, it is. Or they should do open mic. Or they should do something. Like I believe that would get people out of uh, their funk. I yeah. feel like that's what uh, Instagram and stuff has become, where it's like everybody yeah. has an Instagram account, everybody has a Twitter account, where like, these are my thoughts, I'm a personality, this isn't me picking yeah. up dog shit during the day, or whatever job you're is, you know? Yeah. A podcast. A podcast. Yeah. A podcast is. is a great outlet that you can control 100% if, I look of those honest. details, and it doesn't cost that much. Yeah. And, and if nobody's listening, like... Uh, we have like dozen of listeners. So uh, shout out to Howard Cameron. Shout out, yeah, we know him. Right no, but we, we like, uh, like even like it started when you start doing this sort of thing. I remember we started. We were like, no one's listening, but who gives a shit? It was an excuse to like me get around with my friends and talk shit. And it was anything about the outlet for all of that buildup is is positive. You know, as Absolutely. long as it's as long as it's like getting it out there verbally and and getting out there. and then because that way other people will hear you say something. And when you're rattling something around in your brain for too long, it feels huge. But then when you say it, you're like, oh, that, that's, that's not as big as I thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Do you, People freak out over the buildup of things. Yeah. Of the what if. Mm-hmm. And then you do it and like, oh, that wasn't, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly what you said. Yeah. Like, oh, it's do, over. But with Batman is a good example of that. Where, who's your Batman? Because everybody, there's film, all the different the iterations of Batman. You know, oh, throughout uh, could, uh, you know, it has to be Christian Bale. You, that's uh, your that's Batman. I'm mean, a big Adam West fan too. Yeah, Adam, Adam West, West is is, is uh, like, and I, I've worked with Adam West. Then I went to Comic Con. He was on a panel uh, called The Joker: Psychopath or Sociopath. <laughs> Which it had, it had doctors. It had uh, one of the original really? writers of the comic book. Wow. And Adam West was in the corner going, I can just tell you that Cesar Romero as the Joker was wild, man. What? That's a really he good would, Adam West. That's great. Yeah. He would fall asleep in the chair, but the moment you said, Cesar, we need you, he would bounce to life with great joy. That's a really good Thank Adam you. West, Thank man. You. Thank also, you. Cesar Romero, Cuban American, a Cuban actor. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm I'm Cuban. That's my background. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I, my favorite thing about Cesar Romero is that if you watch the other episode, they told him I was like, okay, we're gonna put makeup on you, so you're gonna have to shave the mustache. He's like, no. <laughs> you can literally see the mustache underneath it's the brilliant. white cake makeup. It's so funny. But that that show that that show had like a a weird second life later on because. Yeah. And when the time it came out in the 60s and 70s, like a lot of people, they knew that it was a comedy. But then they later on, when I was seeing it without the irony of the time that it was yeah. put in, that, you know, like the f- sexual liberation and all the hippy dippy stuff. And when you watch it, you're just like, oh, this is like they, they're taking it serious. Meanwhile, everyone who made it and was involved with it well, was that's like, what Adam it's, a, West it's a gag. Adam West, he goes, you young people, Jordan, you really got the next generation got what they were. T- we were doing. We knew it was for laughs, man. 
Because <laughs> with that, now I'm doing Adam West as Adam West, right? Because yeah, 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 yeah. Adam West as Batman would be a little more staccato, like, "Thank you, Commissioner Gordon." <laughs> wow, All right. that's really good. Thank man. you, thank you. Uh, but wait, can I just finish the thought on this? Absolutely, because yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want the listeners to think. I'm some egomaniacal guy that has to have a coffee put in his hand oh, secretly. Right. So the, oh, by the way, here's your coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank <laughs> right on time. Yeah. Um, uh, when I go home, I could have had the best day, and we could have flown an elephant in on a helicopter and shot the product, and everything went great in my Batman world. But as soon as I go through the door at home, right. I want the focus to be, how was that test? How right. Did, yeah. How did your tennis match go? Mm-hmm. How was my son's a cinematographer? How was your shoot? My yeah, other son the works. You know, hey, did you have a shift today at your yeah, job? Yeah. And, or you know, what's going on? Or a lot of times I'm met with, oh, I'm glad you're home. Can you kill a bug in the bathroom? <laughs> exactly. And you have to. You you're have like, to take my off. Time to shine. Quick to the <laughs> cockroach crushing mobile. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you have to take off the Batman. Yeah. For me, it's I, I put that bat suit, leave it in the cave. You're yeah. not the and, hero, yeah. and go home. And and I love the way that Bruce Wayne. Here's the trick, the flip. Yeah. So Bruce Wayne will go to an event that he throws. He's very, very philanthropic. Yeah. He, and, all the fancy money things. And he'll be so charming. But in the back of his mind, he's he's always Batman. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I can be at home killing that spider. Jordan, can you make us a grilled cheese? I'm making the grilled cheese, but I'm really thinking, how would I shoot that grilled cheese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Batman. <laughs> I'm always work. I'm, I'm Batman. Uh, how would I Batman this? Good, that's one of my favorite. There's a scene in, uh, in oh, what was it, Justice League? Unlimited or something like that, where they were trying to hide each other's identities in Batman. At literal, like there's like to protect the the these the, the people. So you got like the love. the Flash, and you got Superman, you oh, got yeah. Wonder Woman, and they're all sitting around and uh, they're hiding out from the bad guys who are chasing them. And uh, they're in this uh, department store, and uh, Batman's like, "All right, let's all put on uh, regular people clothes." And then Flash is like, "I don't want to take off my mask. I don't want you guys to know my identity." And Batman, the world's greatest detective, is like. Wally West, Diana Prince, Clark Kent. <laughs> I already figured it all out, and they're like, "All right, cool. I guess we're just doing that." Yeah, he's like, "It's like fuck the pretense. Let's go. We gotta, yeah, yeah like whatever the result is." But also, that, that's a good thing to bring up because he's also the the detective. That was his yeah. big thing. That was a big complaint of a lot of people in the new movies in the the Ben Affleck uh, Batman. Well, I, I thought Affleck's portrayal was uh, wonderful. I thought that the character in this, as written. Was a bit too. Uh, he went off the deep end. He got yeah. a little unhinged, yeah, yeah. and that was kind of part. Like I've, mm. I've, I had to learn to where in what box to put that movie for it to be okay with me. I like heard that. you guys talk about it on yeah. the episode. Oh, it was really? a special oh. dedicated episode of this show. Yeah, to yeah, that. yeah, yeah. We we talked about it because we we had some strong feelings about that movie, <laughs> but uh, but also because Batman also he's a scarred man. Like he's the sociopath, psychopath. He's yeah. the crazy one. Where uh, the Joker is merely merely a mirror, yeah, held up to him, and that was when like um, that's what I love too is like uh, in normal life the clown should be the happy good person and the bat should be the terrifying one. It's like oh, it's reversed. Yeah, and that that also had a lot to do with um, well, have you seen the documentary? There's a great documentary about Bill Finger, um, where it, it like Bob Kane had taken credit for creating Batman for. Decades, you know, for since its inception, but it was really a guy named Bill Finger who made Batman who he is, oh. and it was this guy was it was his mission to track down the fan like what this to get 
Bill Finger like his credit re- credit where credit is due. And I'm fucking mad. I can't remember what the name of the documentary it's is. It's Batman and Bill. Batman and Bill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, so now every Batman time, and Bill. Yeah, it's great. It, it's probably on Amazon. It's on uh, Hulu, I believe. Hulu. Hulu. No, uh, Amazon has. Uh, I am. Uh, I am comic is on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, also you. another great documentary. Yeah. Also another great. Um, but yeah, the idea that uh, that that the creation of it <clears throat> there is it was in you know it was back back in the day you know in the 30s and. And everything was had a, that more simplistic. It was geared towards children, but it grew with the time. Oh, sure. Like, uh, so, you know, back in, in the eighties and nineties, they had the killing joke, which really made the Joker like a real violent and vicious. Like he paralyzes Barbara Gordon with a gunshot to the spine. You know what I mean? That's a very yeah. real, very dark. Yeah. It's like, this is not for children. Like it, Batman was one of those things where like, uh, that that it was proved that you could do comic books for adults and and like every it's yeah. like a real like medium for storytelling like any any story. Oh, for I all would ages. say there's got to be more adults into comic books than yeah than oh, our yeah, kids, yeah. right? Well, nowadays, yeah, especially nowadays, especially yeah. now that ever since like age. Frank Miller came out, it made mm-hmm. everything dark and oh, gritty. Yeah. yeah, like every every superhero has to be dark and gritty now. It's like nobody's a kid's. You know, the X Men used to have colorful costumes, and everything has this. Have Have you seen the X Men movie, like the Roger Corman version? I don't know if it was Roger Corman. But oh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four! Fantastic Four! Yes. Four. With at the end, I there's like it. this slinky hand waving, yes. stretched out. It's oh. like it's it, that movie. The story is actually the it's insane. I, it's insane. It's probably the most true to the comics from any. That's what any, people people say. It looks colorful. Film. It looks to your point. Well, it looks yeah. like. The colorful yeah. costumes, the the bold colors, you know, yeah. the saturation yeah. of everything. It's, but that was also due to the printing methods at the time. They're like, what's the, why is Superman blue, yellow, and red? It's because those are the cheapest colors to print. And then so they would like, that's how a lot of these decisions were made back in the day because it was pretty utilitarian and the kids just latched onto the hero element of these stories. And that was when also like pulp serialized uh-huh. pulp stories and like Flash Gordon and all that stuff. And then the I, propaganda in the 40s and 50s yeah, yeah. wove uh, into it. And Batman kind of took a back seat because he can't he's he's like the he's like the Sam Spade. He's like the gumshoe cuz he was more of a detective in the shadows. He was yeah. like he wasn't the superhero fighting all that stuff. He's the one that hides, plucks these guys out of obscurity and fights bad guys with fear, you know what I mean? Like he uses psychological yeah. warfare. I, lo- I it was, he's one of my favorite guys. I talk about forever. But like so when you see like the new the the every reboot that there has yeah. been of Batman is I'm there... a Val Kilmer fan too. Yeah, actually. He great he was a great Batman cuz he was we'll dashing yeah. as Bruce. he was he was he was better to me even I loved Michael Keaton yeah, when the whole yeah. thing came out. Yeah. But then when Val did it I thought he was a better uh Bruce Wayne. It was that's actually one of one of my favorite mm-hmm. Batman movies is Batman Forever. Um, which gives me a lot of flack, but also like Val Kilmer at that moment, because he was playing the breakdown in that movie because mm-hmm. his secret identity is going to get revealed and two fate and Jim Carrey's the Riddler. So it was like a weird balance of how cartoony it could be, but also like it's the real deal stuff of him de- dealing cycle. Like what it was it, a weird it, balance. It, uh, Jack Nicholson was the Joker in that one. No, 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 no that, no, that was, that was, was the Prince Tommy. version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, for that album, that that first Batman when it came out, the Tim Burton one, you could not get away from that Batman logo. From oh, it was like, everywhere. It was everywhere. Did you, did you did you ever have the opportunity to work in any of those 
with any of those properties at all? Like any comic book properties at all? In your no, experience? no. no. Uh, I mean, maybe I did a Happy Meal with a, with a <laughs> yeah. tie-in to yeah. the toy, but no, I've never. Would you Would you want to do like uh, like features and tell like these stories and stuff like that, where where you get to control? Imagine someone hands you like uh, someone hands you Batman. And tells you you're in charge of the next. I Batman. would love that opportunity. Of course, yeah. yeah, I would love that. If one of your dozens of listeners has that power, <laughs> I am one of our listeners. Howard Cameron, yeah, yeah, come on, Howard, ah, come Warner. on, Howie, we need you. <laughs> yeah, one of our listeners <laughs> is the head of Warner Brothers. The, cra- the crazy, the crazy. So the I did some indie movies, yeah, like features. Uh, sometimes Gun for Hire. I wrote one. I kind of rewrote one. Yeah, I did one that Miramax one with. Uh, Billy Bob and Charlie. Sure, sure. Yeah. Wasn't the, Melissa the late McCarthy was in that too? What's that? Melissa McCarthy, wasn't she in that? She, no, but Melissa McCarthy, I put in her first, I want to say it was her first movie uh, called The Third Wheel. Oh, really? Like, well, let me tie it all together for you. She plays Ben Affleck's love interest. <laughs> That's awesome. Shit. I swear to God. And that, I believe it's on iTunes. The oh. Third Wheel. The Third Wheel? With Luke Wilson... And uh, and Denise Richards were the leads, but wow! But Ben Affleck and, and Matt Damon produced the movie. No shit. And their friend Jay LaCopa wrote she, it, yeah, and yeah. Jay's in it. So they produced it prior to doing that show, uh, Project that, Greenlight. Project Greenlight. So this movie was like the Project for- Stoplight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they were learning how they could be mini Harvey Weinstein's. So yeah, produce it. So Affleck, mm-hmm. to his uh, credit. Greenlit the script. He was going to be the Luke Wilson character, the lead. And then he, he and Matt Damon won the prestigious Oscar. Yeah, they, that was like in that transition period where they were like breaking big. You know, they were coming big. But he said, "I'm still going to make the movie, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be the buddy." Yeah, like so we got to cast someone now. And he was super cool as a producer. And we shot him out in the four or five days. And we just sort of improv this love between he and Melissa McCarthy. They make out on a on a motorcycle at the end of the movie. That's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Did you think back then you're like, that guy's going to be Batman one day? You know, like, <laughs> Never would have thought that. <laughs> By the way, I do a great Luke Wilson oh, let me hear it. impersonation. Yeah. Luke Wilson? Ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is different from Owen Wilson. Yeah. Which Owen. is a, just a little higher. It's like, wow. <laughs> They're, it's yeah, very, they're subtleties. Luke Wilson and the, that that movie, like that, because that was the period of like when indif, because there was that weird transition where you could make stuff pretty easily, yeah. But distributing it was the difficult yeah. thing. Now it's yeah. kind of like the distribution. You oh, can, yeah, this is pre pre yeah. digital downloads yeah. and streaming yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. That's what you're saying. So like you, you had to go out of your way to watch Bottle Rockets. Yeah, I, well, that yeah, was yeah. The, one of the blessings of working at Blockbuster is that we would get all this straight-to-video oh, yeah. stuff. And a lot of the stuff was like Steven Seagal's eighth movie or whatever, <laughs> you know, like the, you know, some some random, you know, straight I'm to... I'm the cook. Yeah, yeah. Where it would just be like, now I'm the cook at this Indian reservation. <laughs> you know, like, or now I'm the cook at the, I'm the, you know, whatever he was. Uh, but you would get like a lot of this garbage, and then there would be some good stuff, which those have their place too, because some of those yeah. are real fun to watch. Yeah. Are, are actually really good to, to not for the purpose that they intended it to be, you know? Oh sure. <laughs> but there's some that you would watch that you would get access to. I remember seeing Bottle Rocket, and that was that independent time, the time in independent film where you could make stuff. You had access to you could it, you know like Kevin Smith, he made you know sure. uh, on a on a yeah, tiny yeah. bus, even Soderbergh, even even Tarantino and Soderbergh, and probably yeah. uh, Robert Rodriguez, 
would be credited as that oh yeah the pillars the, of, the of, pillars of yeah. outside the studio system do you ever read a, was a rebel without a crew oh yeah it's a great book yeah, yeah and and that now it's become like you people shoot movies on their cell phones you know you the cameras are so good uh the you know you can buy lav mics that you hook up to your phone and use them as recording things and they all you know like but and and everybody's not, shit looks good now yeah. yeah so you have to have a better story exactly because yeah. yeah, it used to be like, wow, that really looks. How did you make it look like that? Yeah, like, I went to Best Buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that's how my shit looks good. One that's of the, the things thing, I was, like you go back and watch a movie like Independence Day, where at the time the graphics were amazing, and now you're like, what the virus? There's a virus or something? Computer, yeah. I don't yeah. understand this plot now. Well, it's funny. I'm walking around Manhattan, and they have the cartoonists. So yeah, the caricature like a, guys. The yeah. caricature guys, and one of them is you know it's the big head. Yeah, yeah, on the on tiny the body. body yeah. So they have they, he had a celebrity section. I guess you could buy the pre-drawn one. <laughs> and Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man, just like how yeah. old? That's so old. Yeah. How it's kind of faded. Like it's been there forever. Yeah, it's yeah, that's yeah. three Spider-Mans. It's ago. three Spider. <laughs> but how could he not update that? And I remember the effects in that in that first one yes. because that's ten ten years ago. It looked like a little rubber video game guy bouncing around yeah. the city. At the time, you're like, "Wow, it looks like a little rubber video game." Cool. Yeah, you're like super impressed by it. And and even then, like you watch it now, and it's super bright and it's super colorful. And then the transition to like the dark tone for everything, like Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight, and those right. movies are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, well, Dark Knight Rises has its flaws. Christian Bale, um, like the, the but the Heath Ledger representation of the Joker in the Ooh, Dark that was Knight. Great, right? That's still one of my favorite pieces of acting in ever. You know, in, in my all kids of, and I to this day will go. Do you know how I got this smile? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, no, there's that whole that that, that whole portrayal is, is amazing, but it's real dark. That Christopher Nolan, super dark, everything and gritty reboot king you know all that stuff compared to just before like you watch the the original spider-man or like the first x-men and you're just yeah. like blown away you're like this is so bright you know um there so there are like those transitions speaking of three spider-mans ago if you had to cast a batman now like they've handed you the reins who do you like like who, who like who are some people that oh luke be- wilson luke wilson no i'm kidding <laughs> yeah and all owen right. wilson is the joker right. and, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's uh, a, what's that a, uh, a great who, question. I think it was Soderbergh or somebody who was supposed to produce or direct the the Batman before they rebooted it to Affleck, and he wanted Joaquin Phoenix to play him. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he's great. I mean, he's a good bad guy. Like, so you can play intense. You know, he has that intensity mm. in like uh, Gladiator. Yeah, and he's the, the Army Hammer would make a good Batman. He I would, love Army Hammer. Yeah. I don't think people. He was. George Miller was going to make. I think you turned off your mic. I didn't know that. Was that? You turned off your mic. Oh no! Is the mic on? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Arm Ham was going to be Batman. I think he's, he looks perfect. He looks like a rich aristocrat. I mean, he's from the Arm and Hammer family, so fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's from he's he's Arm and Hammer. Are you saying that that's his full name? Is Arm and Hammer? That's literally why he's named Armand Hammer. What? Arm- I didn't know that about him. Yeah, he is literally the heir to the Armand Hammer. The baking soda. The baking guru. soda. Yeah, yeah that's his family. <laughs> that's so good. But he's he's. That's fantastic. why his teeth are so white. Yeah. yeah. 
First of all, he's a good looking dude. Oh, he's got yeah, that yeah. chiseled jaw that's important for the Batman look, the classic for the cowl. cowl. Yeah. 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 And he, uh, he's great in a movie called The Man from Uncle that they did with Henry yeah, Cavill. That's great. Yeah. He was great in that movie too. I mean, he's, he's a good guy. I don't think he gets a, uh, uh, I, I think people don't think of him as a leading man yet uh-huh. because of, uh, how bad, uh, the Lone Ranger did. Uh, Lone Ranger oh, was yeah. actually a great movie. It's great. I no, like the Lone I'm not, Ranger. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it did poorly. Yeah. That movie and, seemed to be all about Johnny Depp with a feather. Yeah, that's the problem. Like Captain, that's the problem. Uh, but the Captain movie is Jack not, Buffalo. Yeah. Or, exactly. But the yeah. movie is not. The movie is much more balanced. It's pretty great. Um, but he's he's a good one. Army Hammer is good. Uh, before they actually cast Ben Affleck, it was down between Ben Affleck and Josh Brolin. And I thought oh, Josh Brolin would have been because he he's can't got be the, everything. I, I would, Josh Brolin yeah. can be whatever you want. He was in the Goonies. Yeah. He, <laughs> He was a uh, well. He's Thanos now, and he's Deadpool as Cable. Yeah. Um, you know who else would be good? What's the movie with the two brothers? It's got another great character actor who was in uh, Peter Berg's uh, first uh, Soul Survivor. What? Oh, Lone Survivor. Lone, Lone Survivor. Survivor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy who makes it to the very end but dies. And he's he plays a cowboy a lot. And he plays the crazy brother Barry Pepper. These two, no, not no. Barry Pepper. Oh, I two, like Barry Pepper a lot. Two, yeah. two brothers and uh, Tommy Lee Jones plays. No, not Tommy. Totally, uh, the dude. Oh, we're old manning it right now. Uh, the dude. Uh, the dude plays the sheriff. Jeff Bridges. Jeff oh, Bridges. Oh, Chris played, Pine. Chris. Chris Pine. Chris yeah. Pine would be a good Batman. Oh, that I, is other, I realize choice. he has other superhero roles. Yeah, there. yeah, he's in yeah. the Wonder Woman movie and all yeah. stuff. But yeah, Chris Pine would be a good one. I like him a lot. Yeah, um, Chris Pine. That took a long way to get to Chris <laughs> Pine. I, I hope you edit this out. I'd no, say. that's all. Oh, the director doesn't I'll, really know I'll actors put, very we well. We keep in you? all the brain farts. I will put the Jeopardy theme underneath so that we know <laughs> we're waiting. No, okay, I, then can I just do a random Adam West? I, absolutely. I love. I I think it's Julie Newmar as Catwoman. Yes, trying to seduce Batman. To come over to a life of crime. Yeah. And he says, your feminine wiles are quite seductive, Catwoman. <laughs> but I will not come over to a life of crime. <laughs> That's so good, man. That's, that really is great. Um, do you, have you, you've done voiceover stuff, I'm assuming, right? Or do you do... Just a few, a few your thing? things, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, that's a... That's a... Thoroughly impressed by your Adam West. Ah, thank you. Thoroughly thank impressed. You. But that, that, that was a... Going back to that show, like it did have like so many iconic representations that started everything off, like Eartha Kid and Julie Newmar's Catwoman, uh, the Penguin with the Burgess Meredith. Yeah, Burgess Meredith. You thought talk about like a great fucking character. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that guy. Veganism was also uh, propelled by the Batman TV series. Hedonism, veganism. Veganism. Veganism I remember one time Batman said to Robin, like. It's a peanut butter and watercress sandwich, Robin. <laughs> what? And it was, yeah, it's in an episode, peanut butter and watercress. <laughs> and that was like a way to get, convince yeah. people, like, I'm going to do what Batman does. Was the, was the bread gluten-free? There was something, like, it might have been an artisan bread. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we got we to wrap this up, but we have a little, a little more time. But you've been super generous to hang out with us. Oh, guys, this has been this a This has blast. been so fun. And uh, but let's but one of the things I love about Batman, one of my favorite things about him, is he's he does have like the the best villains. So who, if in your version of this new Batman iteration, let's say they give you like a Netflix series, yeah, who is he fighting? Who's who's the main bad guy? Like, 
Yeah, like. Well, I I mean, I, I love the Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the logic to his random thoughts was so well done. Yeah, and just his reasoning when he was the nurse and he blew up his own people and it, like Absolutely, creating yeah. chaos and lighting the money on fire. So I love that character if that could come back. Yeah, I recently saw Suicide Squad and I thought uh, that was Jared Leto. Jared Leto, Jared yeah, Leto. he did. Jared Leto did. They cut Leto. He Leto. got mad. He, they cut him out of a bunch of stuff. Could have been but, a whole movie. I heard that it, it was actually really pretty interesting stuff, and and that should have, in my mind, that should have been the movie. But I don't make decisions at Warner Brothers, so I don't know. But um, so I would go with that storyline. Yeah, uh, you know, when I heard you guys talking about uh, Batman versus Superman, yeah, it was crazy because I mean the battle at the end got a little Spider Man, the rubberized people, yes, binking yeah, around yeah. like bouncing around, it kind of takes you out of it. But I thought. Um, uh, whatchamacallit I thought Jesse Eisenberg was funny I, am I wrong like people hated him I didn't like the direction they went with that character because I think of again it's basically like they, I don't think they braced us for how much they were going to change things Lex Luthor is very much like Batman in the sense that he's measured yeah. and super like stoic and he's he's thinking 12 steps ahead and all that stuff he that weird thing it's like it's like they told jesse eisenberg to do the joker but we're gonna name you Lex right Luthor. right right yeah, yeah. and that's, that's why I, that's why chaotic. it bothered me a little bit but and uh but i think in the next one or however they they keep it going they're kind of already abandoning it because i don't know if you heard guess who's doing the next they're doing a, a joker movie Ooh. That's and, apart from everything that's already been made. It's going to be its own standalone. Uh, and the director. Directed, by, uh, directed or at least produced by Scorsese. Scorsese is wow. going to do it. And he wants uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio to he's be the Joker. He's isn't he? To be the Joker. Yeah. You don't think he's the Joker? How old is the Joker? Cesar Romero was old. Yeah. <laughs> he would wake up, man, ready to play. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Leonardo DiCaprio would be great. He's yeah. never been in a bad movie. I... There, I first saw him in a movie called What's Eating Gilbert Grape, yeah, uh, which was yeah. Johnny Depp taking care of his brother who's like kind of autistic. Yeah. And this is even before people called on the things on. Yeah, they were. They, they were weren't so- saying on Spectrum, okay? Yeah. And uh, that movie, which is edited by Wayne Fetterman's brother. What? <laughs> really? Just to tie it all together. Uh, but I digress. Leonardo DiCaprio. Six as degrees he- of Kevin Bacon. Six degrees of Jordan Brady because you see, there you, you're yeah. like, ah, where did I'm here? Uh, I thought he was really like, wow, they really cast a special needs kid. Yeah, it was yeah. that a lot good. of people? A lot of people it was believe unknown. that. Yeah, and I can't name a, a bad movie. He's he's yeah. been in some of my like like The Departed is is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, that that interplay with him, Matt Damon, and uh, now Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg Ooh. has a uh, would be a good Batman. Yeah, would be in a good Joker actually. Oh, could you imagine Ben Affleck against Matt Damon's Joker? Ah, that would be meta, right? Well, they said that they were (laughs) just... With with thick, like, uh, thick Boston Boston accents. accents. (laughs) Matt Damon is also in the third wheel and has a scene with Luke Wilson and uh, Denise Richards playing her, like, ex-boyfriend that runs into them on the date. Oh. And we, you know, it's the one scene. We shot him one night. And he did it, I guess, for his buddies. Mm-hmm. But he was so good that my direction was, I pulled him to the side. I go, hey, nobody's nobody's at the level you're at in the movie. you got to bring it 
Like, <laughs> like you really are just wow. And he, he comes too in much there, buddy. Hey, bring it down. Yeah, he comes in and in the in the movie, and you're like, first of all, you go, oh, that's Matt Damon. So you're taken out of the movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. that is a that is a, uh, an element. You, I guess you see it a lot with like TV series and stuff like that. Like there is a a point where these people get too big to just pick apart yeah. on. Like if they, if I wanted to, like if. Let's say you love a show and you're like, hey, I want to play a part on something. And you can't just pop up as the like barista guy. You can't be the Ed Sharon on Game of, yeah. Yeah, on Game yeah. of Thrones. He's you're like, too famous. Look at that. He's going to sing No Diggity. Yeah. The guys from Mastodon, some crazy prog metal band as White Walkers, fine. Because yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah. they are. <laughs> but, and they're like, yeah, we're big fans of the show. Can we be on the show? And they like, put or them as one. Just your public, the public's perception of an actor. Yeah. Like uh, Luke Wilson... With Christian Bale popping up in Three Ten to Yuma, right? You, I, when I, I was like, Why "That's another Luke, good movie." Is That's Luke Wilson a cowboy? Is he? <laughs> yeah, is he yeah. a time traveler? Because yeah. <laughs> this is like Bottle Rocket, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's those, those. I guess casting makes like like in doing those sort of things. Yeah. You know, casting can really yank you out of something. But there there are some actors who just uh, are like legit actors, not just movie stars, but they're actors like Gary Oldman. Like have you seen the Oh he can do anything. Yeah. Like uh he's gonna play Churchill in the I think it's called the Darkest Hour. It, he's yeah. astonishingly good at changing Sitting everything. Look, he he's so good. Yeah, in in true romance. What's the one where he's like a Rastafarian drug pen? Uh, what's that one? What's no it? true isn't it in true romance? Is that it? Isn't it? No, I don't think it's it's a crime move. It's a where he plays a Rastafarian. Yeah, he's like a white dude Rasta with these grills. Yeah, and his teeth. He's like, is it not true romance? Well, he's awesome in the professional. Yeah, we should have just made the podcast about Gary Oldman. We should have just Gary Oldman show. Let's let's start over. No, but he was. Uh, Yeah, yeah. because that's when they go Christian Slater and them, and then uh, uh, Patricia Arquette. Yeah, yeah, when they're like, I love that movie. True romance is great. But uh, we've kept you here long enough. Patricia Thanks. Arquette. Okay. Jordan Brady. Yes. In the after school special, The Girl with the Crazy Brother, directed by Diane Keaton. You're in that with I'm her? I'm in that, yeah. That's awesome. I'm just doing it now because you, you, no, you made I, up the game. I'm, I love. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. It was an after school special in the, in the I, 90s. Name dropping 80s. to raise your status in a conversation bothers me but name dropping to tell something interesting and i'm like podcast yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's great but there's but like yeah i love i I love that shit um but uh thank you so much for being here jordan oh you know Uh, you've given me an opportunity to talk about i am battle comic available on itunes or just go to i am battle comic.com yeah it's can i say can i say sure dot com dot com battle comic dot com one thing to to the dozens of listeners (laughs) if you go to i am battle comic.com uh-huh. There's links to Amazon and who, uh, iTunes and everything sure, else, sure. wherever you want to watch. But there's also two links right now. One's to National Military Family Association. Yes. Right? And one's to For Veterans Sake. For oh, Veterans Sake is this, it's my friend Monty goes around in an RV. He finds vets in need of help to fight PTSD. Sure. He pairs them, or you can call him. He doesn't have to randomly find you. <laughs> but he's a superhero because he's a vet, and he matches the vet with a therapy dog. Oh. And provides right. the therapy dog for free at no cost to the vet. And it's a nonprofit organization. That's awesome. That so is we, great. Yeah, we toured I Am Battle Comic. Uh, we went to eight cities. Mm-hmm. 
we're doing another one in LA uh, in November for Team Rubicon. We give 100% of the proceeds to a charity. So oh, that's great. We've raised about $26,000 so far. And to for for veterans' sake, Semper Fi Fund, we did one. Sure. Um, Operation Gratitude is out in L.A., and they send care packages to the troops and uh-huh. first responders. Mm-hmm. And National Military Family Association is just – they take care of the spouses and the kids. Uh-huh. They have a camp for kids. Mm-hmm. Let's say your mom is deployed in uh, Djibouti, yeah. Yeah. which you know where Djibouti is. Uh, it's right near Mabal's. It's right near Jabal's. <laughs> yeah, right below Jabal. That's the joke. Very good. Let the guest make it's his in the movie. jokes. Jeff Capri does that joke no, quite a bit. So um, he's very, he had a really great story about the the when they give him the patch. Yeah, no, that, that, Slade Ham. That's oh, comedian sorry, Slade yeah. Ham. Um, great guys. All yeah, of them, they're, all they're, of them. they're real good guys. The the the, the movie's real was really engaging and also. I'm amazed at how much editing you had to do because not a lot, you can't really film a lot of what you shot. So there's like, it's amazing to me the bleep out names, stuff like that. The editing process must have been a bitch. You it know? was a bitch. Yeah. Because I, thir- I had 35 hours down to yeah. 89 minutes. But if you click on the links, you go to iambattlecomic.com. Mm-hmm. Dot com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. You click on the, either one of those charities and buy your DVD or your download, and we will give a portion of our Perfect. proceeds. Yes. To those charities. So the screenings, I went around the country, and we just gave 100% of the door. Oh, that's and wonderful. like Fender, one of my clients, gave me a guitar for every city. Wow. And we would sort of auction it off at the Q&A, and that jumped our, you know. Wow, so, like, yeah. Uh, this one guy paid 1600 bucks for a, this baby blue Fender bass. Wow. That's, that's dope. badass. Yeah, it's super dope. And I play strats. That's my All opinion. that money went to, uh, went to the charity. Great. So. And it was David Tell is in the movie, and your comedy listeners sure, know sure. David Tell. On Dave Tell's website, I know him a long time, mm-hmm. right? From back in the the boom, the first boom. Yeah, yeah. But I, I noticed on his website this button for National Military Family Association, and I'm like, why does David Tell have that there? And I knew he does USO tours, and he's yeah. produced tours and taken mm-hmm. his comics over. And so I asked him about it, and he goes, "Yeah, I did a." couple benefits for them they're really great and i start checking them out and that became one of my favorite like they really hit me in the heart yeah because we we think about our volunteer people of all of our ages volunteer men and women they go away from their families and the families left at home to deal yeah it's that's why i love this charity and and i want to continue to support them no it's it's a wonderful charity the the film it's it it does a good balance of of showing like the people the, the people there. It's not like, you know, a circle jerk of you guys. Oh, how do we do? But it is like about how you guys impact or how, how any semblance of back home humanity may feel a distraction, uh, human, you know, like it, it gives that sense of like how thirsty and hungry these guys are, guys and girls for that are deployed for a feeling like a, a release of, yeah. of like some, some sort of like uh, distraction and some sort of connection to something that isn't military based or whatever. And if it is, if yeah. it is a joke about the military, make fun of them. Yeah. Cause they love that. They, my, my, I have a lot of military in my family. I didn't bring this up again, but like my dad was Coast Guard, my brother in the Air Force, Marines, stuff like that. And you took a shot at the Coast Guard, uh, in the like, what are you saying? That was one of my f- favorite jokes cause you are making fun of it, but it's like, uh, where you're like, what, are you, what is that even a thing? Is that, a, is that part of the military? 
He's talking about having. Hey, what do you, you draw, draw a turtle form? on a pamphlet? You draw the in? turtle on the pamphlet, and then you get a, get into the club or whatever. Uh, but now um, that the Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma hit, Coast guards are heroes. They're like that now. They're all like they're walking around with a little bit of like, hey, motherfuckers, we are also things. You but know. the context I for me making fun of the Coast Guard is in I'm in a desert. Yeah, where there are Army, Air Force, Navy, yeah, there's no coast and Marines. And so there's no Coast Guard, yeah. so you make fun of them because exactly. they're not there. Even on the Navy base, you'd make fun of the Army. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's a, uh, yeah, and vice it's versa. A, I, I, it's like a sibling rivalry, I would imagine, yeah. like those guys. But yeah, the, the, Look, if you're playing Cleveland, right, you probably make fun of the Cubs or Cincinnati, yeah. Yeah, Bengals, yeah, yeah. whatever, whatever the it rivalry is. Yeah, is. yeah. yeah. That, that fits. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you so much, Jordan. Thanks for having uh, me. Do you have to, what's, so it's I am. Uh, battlecomic.com dot edu dot edu dot co dot uk no actually I, I am wrote comic is available at libraries at universities all across the country oh, I just found that out yeah that's great there's like a network of libraries so you could get it for free but all the movies the trilogy I am comic I am road comic I am battle comic all on iTunes iTunes yeah uh, and then if you click on my name you'll see uh, waking up in blockbuster the third wheel <laughs> with the Melissa McCarthy thing. But, uh, yeah, this one, it, it's, it's, um, it's been a lot of fun because with I Am Comic, a lot of people know that movie mm-hmm. and then, uh, trying to specify, but I think I'm done with the, with, comic. With the comedy. Yeah. And other than I Am Cruise Ship, which I, I would love to do. Nary signs, uh, uh, <laughs> you might get your own documentary crew. I just need the cruise ship to allow me to show the underbelly, like yeah, you, you, gonna... I want the poop on the poop deck. They that it's and yeah. you hear stories. Uh, my girlfriend used to work in cruise ships and stuff like that, and it's bonkers. It's it's crazy. They party hard. Oh yeah, and they have clubs. Such it's nuts. But that would be a good. Jack Diddley's. Jack Diddley's. I was like, how? <clears throat> The crazy thing about damn, that, Will, you, your mic's off. Ah, God damn it! I'm um, but yeah, no, you're you're good, Jordan. Uh, Will is uh, incompetent. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> well, the cra- the crazy thing about Jack Diddley's is the week before we went up there, I went up there with Wayne Fetterman, and we were going to do a weekend gig, and I was booked by accident because the guy was like, "Why don't you go headline this club?" And I'm like, "Dude, I just made the movie. Those I haven't done stand up in 20 years." No, no, you'll be fine. I go, you're not listening. He goes, take a friend. Just split the time. Co-headline. So I had to scramble to do new material yeah. and to work out a couple of cl- shitty clubs in L.A. It went up at the improv once or twice. But uh, the week or so before we went up there, people started hitting me on Facebook. Strangers saying, don't go to Jack Diddley's. Oh, shit. They had just... The bouncers threw a guy out on the street. He landed on his head. Oh, no. Went, they slammed him on the hard concrete. Oh, no. And he went into a coma. Uh, and I was like, documentary gold. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, man. That is. And uh, we got the footage for the movie. Of them beating the, the shit out of the guy? The security cam. Yeah. Oh, no. Footage of slamming the guy down. Oh, my God. He's okay now. Yeah. He's okay now. He didn't die, right? I mean, I no, would hate no, to think that we're like, <laughs> he died. <laughs> no, he's he's fully funked. He's not even yeah, like, yeah. I am watching your movie now. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Control alt Louis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you so much. Uh, and what was the Pleasure. director, commercial director boot camp? 
commercial? Yeah, we don't need to plug commercial directing bootcamp.com. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no one listening is going to take it. Commercialdirectingbootcamp.com is an optional plug yeah. for you to uh, Thank you. choose later. But, uh, do you have a Twitter, Instagram, anything, social media? Twitter, yeah. I, I, I tweet like a, a research monkey on heroin. Yeah. I just keep hitting that button. It's D-I-R, like director, uh-huh. Jordan Brady. D-I-R, Jordan Brady. At William A. Watkins. At Mike Mercadal. At Mike Mercadal. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Remember to like, share, and subscribe and all that promotional stuff. But also come out, if you're in the New York area, come out Thursday nights, 8 p.m. to the Creek in the Cave, where we do our live Unsung Heroes show. And it's a lot of fun. We've been building up a little community. It's It gets rowdy. It gets fun. And anybody can come on. It's been a while since we had some randos uh drunks or something come on we had a couple well oh we had that guy yeah there's been a few <laughs> listen back to old episodes uh and also um uh share invite your friends like share and subscribe this episode and go check out i am battle comic on itunes along with all of jordan brady's other productions and things that he's a part of and uh remember to go out and be heroic <laughs>